That she gives you a gift. Cool, great. Pleasantly surprised, right? Yeah. I don't expect it though. It's not for men. It's not for men. It's for women. Is it though? Hmm? You so only one day of the year you're really supposed to share or show your affection for somebody? No. <clears throat> yeah. No. That's why what Valentine's man? Valentine's Day is a scam. I went to it's all scam. what store were we at? I think but I you was you at... celebrate, you support it. I supported it. I'm talking to Derek. You support the scan. Oh, Derek. He supported it. Yeah. Yeah. Would you be mad, though, if he didn't get you anything? Not really. But then he did something really nice. Listen, listen. What if he did something really, really nice for you? Like a surprise. Like came home with goodies and just, you know, super affectionate. Just showing his appreciation for you. But it wasn't on Valentine's Day. That would be awesome. Wouldn't it be more special? Sure. Than it actually happening on Valentine's Day because you're expecting it. Yeah. Of course. It would. So why do we celebrate Valentine's Day? I think it's because they want to celebrate the massacre. They have to stimulate the economy. Yeah. Stimulation of the economy of one day of hearts and kisses and um, roses, flowers that are cut off that are already dead. It's a nice gesture, though. You know, like, there's people, like, that have been in relationships for a really long time, and they, you know, every year they ask their, you know, their person, like, will you be my valentine? Again. For the 30th year. I think that's cute. Kind of. People celebrate Easter, it's all the same. Right? They buy the little chocolate-covered eggs. I don't know if people really celebrate Easter the way they used to. I think they celebrated with like Easter egg hunts and like, um, you know, like coloring eggs and stuff outside of like the people that go to church and like celebrate mm-hmm. like Resurrection Sunday. But they so they do still celebrate like the more pagan holiday of it. Mm. But Valentine's Day, the what's the history behind it is that it was actually like a massacre, like a whole bunch of people were killed mm. um, back in what like europe or something <laughs> of course so we everything's celebrate, in europe <laughs> we celebrate so i know of two that's major, not funny I that I people died it. but it's just that it came from europe so it's a it's a european thing again so um we're gonna put that right up there with christopher columbus day then right sure yeah dang that's uh that's pretty sad well who celebrates that we get it off. Who? Some companies get it off. You get it off? No. You don't really get a lot of holidays off. No. Do you guys get Juneteenth off this yeah, year? Yeah, but the only reason we got Juneteenth off is because Mo asked. I wasn't going to ask. I didn't want to be the Asian black person. The asked. only black person to ask. Can we get Like, they don't understand. They really don't understand. I don't even think they know anything about slavery. Yeah. If I'm being completely honest. They don't know what... They just have their little token black girl in the office they uh, and, uh I was it. trying to explain to Sandy one time I was like hey if you got 1% black you're just you're tainted now you're just all black <laughs> she didn't get into it she didn't get it she was like why but you're not and I was like well that's it's not a good thing to be 1% black Wait, you were telling her about the one drop rule or yeah. something <laughs> she didn't get it she was like well that doesn't make any sense I get it it doesn't make any sense but that's how the US works that's how that's how it works out here in these streets. Well, that's how it would have worked, I guess, like, back when, you know, like, slavery was so going on. So you don't on. think that's the, that's, that's the case anymore? One drop? Well, yeah, I mean, that's still a thing. So let's say you're, like, 35% African American. <laughs> Are you now black? <laughs> Producer D says there yes. was there was an episode uh, on um, KQED that I was recently um, watching, and there was a, a what was he an actor from um, 
I don't know. I forget what his name is, but he was an actor from Magic Mike, and he found out that on his father's side, he was black. Like how much black though? Some percentage. Because you're making I it sound exactly like it changed know. now. So the but he's a white dude. Okay. But he's a white dude. But then the guy was telling because it was you know the guy that presents the show. He's a black man, so he was like, well, you know, that's that's the one drop rule. You know, you're. <laughs> You're considered, you got this in your bloodline now. So, he was just like, huh, hmm. Changed his whole perspective, didn't it? Yeah, it changes your whole outlook on things. Like, I can say that, can he say that he's black because he's actually, he's a passing white man? But you made it sound like the rule has changed now. No, the rule, I don't, the rule hasn't changed. It hasn't. But, do people consider that? A rule, even though it hasn't changed. Because like, why is it not like white, if you're twenty percent Asian, you're now like you're you're now just Asian? Why is it only pe- with black think, people you're tainted? Well, I think that in the, that culture, like you know, for example, I'm Filipino, but you wouldn't know that. Oh, you just claim you're Filipino now? No, I'm saying my mom is full Filipino, so I'm Filipino and black, and I feel like. I don't get accepted by the Filipino Cause technically, community because they don't know. Technically, you're biracial. You're the one percent <laughs> that can actually say I'm biracial to them. So they're like, "What?" And then they're like, "Oh, you're what?" Like that's annoying to me. But it it wouldn't it be the same thing like that one drop rule, like for Asians? Yeah, you would think, but it's not because it's, it's okay to be Asian. It's not okay to be black. Well, yeah, that's true. That is definitely a true statement. It is not okay. Um, well, it is, it's okay to someone that's black, but it's not okay to other people if they find out that what changes for them. So are you more biracial than me? I don't know. Cause we don't know what you are. <laughs> I know. We don't know exactly like what you are. Like, you know, your parents are, to me, they're both black, but my dad you is so say pale. That he's so pale and he, he looks, looks Puerto Rican. Al- he looks like a Puerto Rican albino. My dad is he's But couldn't pale. you say that Puerto Ricans But my dad's not Puerto Rican. Black? I'm just saying that. But even if they're like Afro Latino They're Afro Latino, yes. So in reality, he's still black, right? Well, if you're going by the one, one I just, drop I rule, really then like, yes. Well the Afro and Afro Latinos African. Right. Yes. Right. I think like if you dig down into it, like yeah, if you dig down into your like your ancestry and like find out these things, like they were looking in like these old preserved books, and the the guy that found out he was black, it said that he had like African, like Africa. Somebody came from Africa, and they were like, "This is this is just." This is astonishing because this has never been and we've never seen anything like this. And it just had to be that white guy. And it was like, wow, like he he didn't even look like he was just thrilled about it. He was just like, oh, okay, Like, yeah, like, wow, this is great. You know, this is this is some great findings, but I'm also like not that excited. Well, I heard that you're if you're black and you really want to know where you came from. You have to do, I think it's called blackancestry.com or like African Ancestry or something like that. And uh, that will like really narrow it down to like tribe, right? Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. I'm afraid that if I get it test, like if I do it and it comes back and I'm really not as black as I thought I was, then yeah, what? But I think because my whole entire life <laughs> I've been struggling. Cause it's like, am I black? Am I not black? What do I claim? Because I don't even know what I am. Yeah, I think, I think you'll still be like your results are still going to come back that you're black. Cause you said like you're on your mom's side. <laughs> on your mom's side, like you said, your grandma, she was married to like your grandfather was like a really dark man. Right? So listen, a little backstory. My grandmother was white, black and native american her mother yeah was native american and black okay her her my grandmother's dad was straight up white 
Huh. There's an old picture of them in black and white, and I swear it looks like that that famous picture where it's like that guy and the the lady, and he's got like a pitchfork. Mm-hmm. I swear it looks just like that. And they, so back then they didn't smile, so it's happen? actually kind of scary. How did that happen? Because I feel like during that there, time that was not that was frowned upon. Like well, you okay, couldn't listen. be a white man with a black listen, woman. Listen, listen, listen. The or, picture or native woman at that. Like what? Like, so she, you could definitely tell she was she was black and Native American. You could just see it in her bone structure, like like her facial bone structure. You could just tell. Dude was just tall white dude. I don't remember where my mom's side of the family are from. They're definitely not from California, though. They're somewhere back in the South. Mm-hmm. So that might have something to do with it. Um, so, yeah, my grandmother, you know, she came out pretty, pretty light-skinned and growing up in the times that she did. Her main objective was to find the darkest man she could and... Um, she did it. To have children with. Yeah, to have right? children with. Now, sorry that sound kind of loud. That's really nice and everything, but I will say my grandfather was very educated. He was a doctor, tall, oh. handsome doctor man. So nice. that's, you know, she just wasn't out here just, you know, picking any old body. She got her a smart man <laughs> who had his found- own practice and everything, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Colors, it was like a really big thing for them. Yeah, she had. It sounds like she wanted to make sure that. I think she was proud of her stayed, black heritage. I yeah. guess because she was like, yeah. "I'm getting the blackest dude I can find." Yeah. Question for y'all. What? So with Native American, if you have Native American in your blood, mm-hmm. do you think that there's more black in your blood because you're Native American? Now, hear me out. We have this theory that the Europeans came over, then started colonizing, right? Mm-hmm. Why do we not think that Africans were coming over here first and visiting here first before the... Because I think it was because it was an unknown land to them. Like, well, some places. I feel like they probably... There were some, like, maybe African tribes were coming over to other places that were similar maybe to how Africa is. But I don't think they were coming to what was said to be North America. Like, I think they were traveling they came here because they were bought no you don't feel no because before europeans didn't have boats or anything african africa went over there and helped them like build up there because they were like barbarians and vikings and everything over there oh we going way way back you mean you're talking about in europe way back okay viking Uh, times northern some northern african people went to europe yeah. And help them, like, build, like, understand how to build boats and travel. Then that's when they started to, like, build up their, like, you know, their their economy, their, mm-hmm. their, their area. Then that's when they started to travel and see all these different things. They didn't know about that stuff until people from Africa came over there and did that. So my question is, why do you not think that African blood was already mixed with native blood well maybe it was i would like to think and this is crazy this is just a theory that i just thought of right now i would like to think that the people that were here first were like the people from game of thrones that like you know her her what's what was her name khaleesi khaleesi not daenerys but there was her 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 aide her hand what was her name um the brown skin girl and like and like gray worm i would like to believe that the people looked like that and they were like that color maybe they could be darker i'm not saying that they weren't but i'm just saying like the people were that and they were like native to the land because it like how do you how do you take out all the color you know like i thought it was we all came from from africa yeah and then we kind of just dispersed and then that's how you know everybody's melanin changed well, I mean, that's if like that's the case, everybody like that was from coming out of Africa. Obviously, like everything was moving faster there. Like they were building boats, and like they were able to come here. And I think that's what attracted, you know, like even before when the time that you're talking about attracted those other people to be like, let's go over there and like, you know, mess up what they got going on because they are already coming over, you know. So. So, like I was saying, the um, 
like I, I was saying that I like to think that all the people look like brown and you know like maybe they were influenced by some African people that came because I feel like if you think about it like African people and like and I'm not I don't know a lot of African people but I feel like they might have had the same kind of like things that they um the same ways that they lived in um like native people native americans and like worshiped the same things like the trees and the the earth and you know gave back to that so they worshiped like not worship but you know like they, their gods were like appreciated no yeah appreciated but like their gods were like the the land and like you know growing crops and like giving back to the area that they lived in and the animals and the trees and you know their family and making sure that everybody was like strong you know so obviously when european people came in they colonized and created a lot of um diseases or brought over a lot of diseases and killed all of them off this is this is what i understand they came over here and they said we're like you know non-europeans were um what's the word i'm looking for uh, barbarians or what did you call them animals no, the Vikings. No, but, you know, they came over, like, Columbus saw all these, you know, natives, and he assumed that they were, like, like primitive. primitive, you know, barbarians, whatever. Yeah, like, they didn't know what they were doing. Bro, have y'all actually, like, read research on, like, Europe and London back in those days? Yeah, they were okay. nasty. Yeah, that's why they They were only taking a bath once stuff. a year. They didn't have indoor plumbing, so they would, like, you know, go in a little, like, container i forget what it's called and then they would literally just dump it out onto the streets mm-hmm. you gotta be kidding me but they didn't found a civilized you know they had colony a, a of system. people yeah in a way of life and they took but we away. but 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 the natives were the barbarians that yeah. that boggles my mind no it's, when they were nasty as heck nasty yeah anywho I can't. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Cause like I don't know. It's just really sad. It is really sad the way our um the way America was you know built, made. Yeah. It's really sad. We took it for the Native Americans and the Hispanic people. You know. And it and it was made off of the backs of like black African slaves. Like they worked for nothing, just to like create you know and pick cotton and you know all the stuff that they were probably thriving where they were Mm -hmm. and then they were come come here to get Mm -hmm. like treated you know in the most like terrible circumstances um do you think it's important to always remember slavery yeah because you know they're really not trying to teach that in schools no they don't want to teach what critical race theory they don't want you know the you know our younger generation to to learn even kinda, even those people that are like you know abolished the department of education why Look, i've already if i ever have kids they will be homeschooled <laughs> okay i mean i think the idea of sending them to school is great but you just have to nah. make sure that you send them you to have a no control over has, what the school is teaching your kids that's true i think but you do because you are you know you're their first teacher you know the parent is the first teacher that they will before they go out into the world listen listen you say that now but what are you going to do when your child goes to school and they're teaching him at a very young age uh gender ideology i mean things other than you're only a boy and you're only a girl what are you going to do then because they're teaching that I think what are you going to do when they allow the if they have a solid foundation who's they they know just children in general. I'm not just talking about my own child, but I'm saying if a child has a solid foundation and they they learn first at home before they go to school, they'll know how to d- decipher through all that. Will they, though? I think so. No. Yeah, I do. Because, I mean, if you think about it, that's been around since okay, but we were in school. Listen, It's not things as were different. common as we, you know, when we were younger and when we were growing up. But we saw it when we were in high school. 
high school how many gay how many gay people were in our school it doesn't matter how many One? what the thing is, is no that i you saw were something. able to listen. differentiate the fact listen. that you wanted to be this because you hadn't tried this yet listen. so there's a difference between you know you growing up in your family and knowing your you know guidance and like where everything comes from from your parents and going into it and like making your own decision like you have to give your I think you have to teach your child how to make good decisions and know where they stand in the world like you can't just send them off for someone else to teach them that you have to teach them that and if they decide to make their choices on if they want to you know do and listen to what you know society is telling them then you know you can have that conversation with them I think it kind of doubles back to how you parent okay I agree with all of that however (laughs) however there are way more now woke parents yeah than ever and I feel like that term like what does that mean (sighs) woke parents yeah Oh, it's okay to teach our kids that they can pick their own pronouns. Well, that's that new parenting. No. But that's thing. what I'm saying. These woke yeah. parents. I don't There's think a, I'm a part of that. We, I'm but not we a part live. Of that we live. We style. live in a city yeah. that's really. So I'm supposed woke, to guys. move. Progressive. Progressive. There it you is go. progressive. They're pretty progressive, and they're teaching that stuff in the schools. Yeah. And you might feel that way. You might have a small, very small community of people and friends that you keep around that they all think the same way that you think or we think, whatever. But when they go into that school system, it's a whole new group of people telling them this and that and this and that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's true. That's what I would be more worried about. The inf- Not I the think- influence at home, but the influence at school. Because, you know, you send your kids, they're going there with the understanding that I'm here to learn. Yeah. And now you got teachers and other kids who have progressive parents telling their kids like it let's say your kid is the only one that you know feels the way you know you're teaching them what you want them to know right and then they go into a school of 10 15 kids who all have super progressive parents who are telling them no it's actually okay to do x y and z yeah he's gonna your your kid would be conflicted it'd be like yeah. well my parents said blah 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 and then you're gonna have like a i'm just you know prospecting putting my own you know projections out there I they guess, got a group of kids telling you well that's not right yeah you're you know yeah like what are you supposed to do i mean I don't know. There's I way feel more. Like we just come from a different. We just come from a different generation. The last. The last. <laughs> the last generation. generation. Were the kids born in the nineties? I feel like because of our parents, mm-hmm. and you know, thankfully, you know, my child has a good set of grandparents. That that's not gonna affect. I mean, he's gonna see it. He's gonna see everything. Children see everything. They learn, they pick up on everything. But it's like on us. Like, I still feel like it's on us to create mm-hmm. those boundaries and say, like, no, just because Jimmy's parents said that you can do something like that doesn't mean that your parents did. Like, but you know how it is when you don't fit in and, like, all your friends are doing blah, 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 blah. He just don't fit in. He ain't there to fit listen, in. You there to go to school. Listen, you there to learn. Listen. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, my God. You sound too, like such a parent right now. And then because also, too, listen. That's no, true. That's true, but that's not too, how it works. No, it's it's also like you have to I feel like because the schools that I was put in like I was always I feel like I was kind of like trying to find out like I have friends and like I knew a lot of people but I was also trying to like navigate where I fit in at because you know like I don't like I went to like predominantly black and like you know like Mm -hmm. Latino like Mm -hmm. Hispanic people were there and it was just like dang like I kind of like a little on the lighter side. Like, am I, you know, I had questions. Like, See, we had a different, we had a different way. Well, we of, had a different uh, upbringing. Trying to, trying to fit in. Cause I had the same thing. Like and I went like, with, with predominantly black people. It was like, if you do certain well, things. Well, I'm black too, but. Yeah. If you do certain <laughs> things in these communities, you won't look, be looked at at, at at in a certain way. And that's why I feel like if we were to choose a school, and I don't know what's going to happen in the next few years, but I would hope that the school that we choose is like the demographic is not just all one. You know, like I don't obviously don't want to limit my child from being around other people, but also, too, he got to be around people that are like the same color as him. He's going to grow up as a little brown boy. So. You know, it has to be, he has to be, like, surrounded. And that sounds, like, bad because, you like, you want to mix him in and, like, intermingle with, like, all the other. But that's just how I was. Like, it was was just like that. 
Like it wasn't um I didn't I never looked at it like oh, I was shorted out and, like, I don't have any white friends because, like, I didn't go to any white schools. But I actually don't really mind that because we kind of we got the best of both worlds. We got, like, the education somewhat of what we needed and we also got, like, to make good friends and, like, know different cultures within, you know, being in the same community, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel like that's important when you choose when you're choosing like where your child's gonna go. Yeah, but we had a a, a different set of problems back then, and yeah. I really feel like our problems are very true. minimal. It's like, oh, we the lightest ones in here. Yeah. I'm getting called the white girl. You get called yeah. whatever you got called. It's like, dang, I don't fit in anywhere. That's one thing. You don't fit in because the color of your skin. Yeah, it's a whole new thing. It's like, or it's oh, like your what's your pronouns? Like, I'm a unicorn oh. today. Yeah, I mean, like, what what are you supposed to do with that? tell me as a I guess as a child like they're supposed to just be able to like be imaginative and like you know kind of go with it's okay to play pretend it's okay to play pretend but I feel like when you're not playing pretend anymore it's not time that's not the time and the place yeah but that's what they're teaching the kids now and it's so I feel like they're I feel like they're going along with it but I don't know if that's necessarily what they're teaching and and also it's within certain schools like I think you can pick and you can see what schools are doing what things you know like you know like oh this school in this community is probably doing that and probably allowing the kids to kind of be and do whatever they want rather than learn and actually and then it's like is he gonna have good teachers like because there's not a lot of teachers out there that are good. Like, we went to school. Are you afraid of, like... we remembered our teachers and we were like, this teacher was heck good. And, like, you know, they were usually We don't have like good older, teachers like that anymore. Either older women or older men. And they were just, we didn't, like, we don't spot have on. Like, like discipline anymore. was there. Like, the curriculum was there. And they were like, if you act out, you gonna, we gonna handle it. And that was that. That's non-existent nowadays. <sighs> I guess you just have to go to a Catholic school. <laughs> you know, back in the day, they used the nuns used to be able to like hit the kids, smack you. Yeah. My dad used to say he used to get smacked with a ruler. You had to put your hands down and pop you with a ruler. Well, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure he had it at home too, so it wasn't no different. Like if you know yeah. you supposed you you're not supposed to act out, then they're gonna take care of that too. Just like you get taken care of at home, they're gonna do it lightly, but they're you know, gonna take care of it. My dad said something to me actually the other day. He was saying something like they're not gonna be suspending kids from school anymore. <laughs> that's what I'm saying what are you supposed to do now I when think everything is literally changing and it's not the same way that we grew up and if you didn't grow up during that time so how are you supposed to help navigate your kid you know and I'm just saying like those would be my concerns right now like yeah what am I supposed to do are you afraid that homeschool kids are are weird no do you feel like they don't get socialized I mean no, I don't think that they're weird or anything. I think they're just homeschooled. There's nothing wrong with homeschooling. Well, no, you I'm just, just have no, to I'm make just sure that you find the best like ways to homeschool your kid. Because sometimes I feel like that can get kind of boring to them, and like you know, or maybe too easy, or maybe. Have too you ever hard. Uh, thought about putting Israel in like a Montessori? Yeah, I've thought about it. I mean, I've witnessed the Montessori schools like in. When I was in college, like, we got to, like, kind of, you know, sit in and mm-hmm. watch the kids, like, do what they do. And, you know, each different age groups are put in together. And I think it's a cool concept. But I also feel like those are the schools that you're talking about that let the kids kind of explore nope, who they no. are or not no. explore who they are. I'm talking about public whatever. schools. Public Montessori schools? No, 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 oh, no. I'm, I'm talking, talking about, about like, what's Montessori going on schools. in these public schools. Like, oh. that's what I'm saying. Everything's changing. And I know there are some parents that are very concerned. And obviously, there are some parents who aren't because of how their setup is at home. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Their setup is not the traditional, you know, mom and dad it's... setup. It might be mom and mom or dad and dad. And they have their own, you know, set of, you know, perspectives and views on things, right? That's yeah. way more common than it is when we grew up. Yeah. Uh, which is I mean, that's not a bad thing, but I'm saying there's, there's, you know, a, like there's, people are going to they create their families how they create them now. So that's unavoidable. No, no, no. Point. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. I'm saying is when do you draw the line at what you're actually exposing your kids to? I feel like kids nowadays are not kids anymore. Well, I think that you can't really like 
you saying they're not i think they're still kids but there's just too much available to them mm-hmm. to where they have learned too many things that they probably should not have learned mm-hmm. like you know letting them have access to like youtube and you know they're watching like a whole bunch of videos and things they shouldn't be allowed to do that i don't think until like they can read or like maybe not even then like you know later on when they're a little older where they can like, actually understand what they're looking at and ask questions about it but a lot of these people just kind of bring it up to them and they're like okay here just have the tablet honey like just look at it and uh just be quiet you know and i feel like that's how they stumble upon a whole bunch of stuff or they listen to their peers they go to school and one person does something differently for their their child and you know that you come home and you're like well what is that and that is you know kind of where you get lost and it's like well how this child is not really like functioning as a child anymore they're they're they know too much mm-hmm. like, why do you know so much and it's okay to know things but you can't just be out here like not doing the stuff that kids do like riding a bike and you know going to the park and playing outside and you know making stuff up using your imagination like you shouldn't be out here critical thinking like you need to be out here using your imagination a little bit more make decisions but don't sit up here and try to decipher if you need to you know like argue with your parent or whatever because I've seen like you know like I work with different age groups and I've seen children these days and they just like talk to their parents like they're they're the same age and they mm, allow them a, to. That's a problem. It's like, you can't do that. Like, the, the kid isn't supposed to be able to, like, decipher with you. Were you if friends you're spending with your the parents? money, like, why are they telling you what you need to spend money yeah. on? No, that's not, no. I don't think I was friends with them, no. Your parents made it very clear. <laughs> they were like, we are not your friends. We are your parents. Yes. And you, there's a line that is drawn. But I've heard from so many parents nowadays, oh, you know, I just want them to be my friends. I want them to, we, we need to be friends. It's like, for what? Do you not have your own set of friends? I didn't give birth to a friend. Do you, right? I gave birth to a child. Like, you know. It just drives That's me That's like crazy. if I, I birthed you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're my best friend. Oh my god! I birthed her, y'all. Like, I really do. So would you call Israel your best friend? No. Would you encourage him to I'd call you his best friend? I be calling him my bestie, but I don't say like, you're not, I'm not, I don't mean that as that. You know, like I'm just playing. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but he you... hears that later on and understands what that means, and he's like, well, "Remember when you said you were my best friend? And you give me this toy? No, I don't remember that at all. We ain't friends. You were my child. So would it be different <laughs> if you had a little girl? Probably not. No, she's gonna be yeah. a child too, because that's gonna be on Derek. <laughs> it's okay for her to be a daddy's be girl. Pro- that's okay. D. She'll be a daddy's girl. No, how can she be his friend? I'm not friends with kids. You know, I was a daddy's girl, but (laughs) I mean, do I I consider my father my friend? I mean, no, he's my parent. He's my dad. dad. I'm not scared. It's okay to be scared. I'm scared of my dad. He has like a look that he gives. You know, when he gets angry, and that's scary. At least you didn't get. Let me shut up. Never mind. Didn't get beat. Yeah. Oh. You right. You I never got whooped. No, I, didn't I got whooped, whooped all the time. I didn't, have, I didn't give them and no part reason of, to whoop me. Listen, part of it but is. But see, there's a reason. There's a reason. Oh, really? I, I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> exactly. You wasn't there. And I don't think I gave them a reason. Thanks. Well, no, I do think that there are some kids that are, you know, different. And there are some kids that don't need to be physically uh, reprimanded. Um, however, I wasn't one of those children. And I think a lot of it has to do with being the youngest of three. Yeah. You do get away with a lot of stuff. And you do actually see a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, now, my sister, as she, she was the oldest and she didn't get hit. Then came along me and my brother and it was just open season. It was just like, oh, whoopings everywhere. Round well, of whoopings yeah, for everybody. They had to make sure they put y'all in y'all place. But like I'm saying, my sister never, they she didn't grow up with whoopings. You two little life and she probably do whatever y'all wanted to do up in their house because they was trying to sell it and leave. Listen, I think there there <laughs> might be something on to that. You were the oldest and you didn't get whoopings. My I'm sister was the oldest the, and she okay, didn't get technically, whoopings. Technically, I'm I'm my dad's only child and I am my mother's oldest. So there's a difference like to that because Are you still not the older sibling? I am only an older sibling on her Answer side. Answer my question, please. That's my mother's child. Are you still the oldest? I child? am an older sibling of someone. Okay, so the answer is yes. <laughs> I think and your situation is unique, though. 
Your situation is Hers? you guys are all Yours. in the Mine? same family. You're the youngest yeah. of two other. You had yeah. siblings and you yeah. guys all live together. Yeah. But yeah. Your sister is not your dad's child, right? No. No. She's not going to be there. Okay, so yo, he did say that. He was like, it's not my place to put hands. That's why I said it was open season. As soon as he had his own offspring, he was like, round of whoopings. I've been waiting to do this yeah. for a long time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but I will also say, though, I don't think my sister, my sister was like you. She didn't give him any reason to be physically reprimanded. I don't understand why I had to, like, instead of just, I would I would kind of push the limit sometimes, and I would get on my Nana's nerves, and she would tell me that I needed to do X, Y, Z, and sometimes I would wait to the last minute, and so she would threaten me with my dad. So threatening me with my dad would make me like result to hiding in the closet because I was afraid because I didn't know what was going to happen so you know you don't want to test those waters with Clyde so so when your dad came <laughs> home what happened I don't know it was just a lot of looking and I didn't like the way he was looking so, so that's all it took yeah and I would just get the stuff I would get it done like I would get what you I were not living done. on the line let me it tell you it doesn't matter I don't need to know what's no, on the do. other side of the line listen because nah, it, nah. it's not that bad but it's not that bad you don't gotta do that you don't gotta do that you don't gotta be testy with your people yes you do no because you, you gotta don't. see you really see, truly gotta see the difference between being me and my brother was in the same boat okay okay your brother though wasn't getting as many whoopings as you were you weren't there you don't know but the way that you talked to me i remember taylor called me one time oh my god that happened one time it doesn't matter she pissed her mother off she pissed our mother off that's my mom now too but she pissed her off and she called me she's like i don't know where my mom went but she's just like and I don't, you know, people that are listening, y'all don't need to call nobody because this is just how you're supposed to discipline your children, especially when they have an attitude when they're in high school for no reason. Apparently. And I feel like so you agree with did, how my mom? Heck yeah! Because <gasps> I no. feel like you probably was in one of your little modes. I mean, we're the modes? same sign. I was I'm in a pretty mode? sure you were being moody or something, and something was like bothering you, and you knew something was bothering her probably, so you decided to use your little tood. And not get, and try to get out of doing something or whatever, so she choked your ass. <laughs> Listen, she ran I'm her down glad. and smacked her. <laughs> oh, your dad ran you down and smacked you. Listen, <laughs> they was, no, they, he, those happened like, on two separate my, occasions. What you do to my wife, and that is that is love right there, dude. Okay, listen, because listen. Can I tell the story? Because you too. wasn't even no, there. Listen, I'm just gonna clarify. There's a couple it took of the two of them listen, to create you. Listen. <laughs> I just need to clarify some things because you were not there. My first and foremost, my dad adores my mom. He would do anything for my mom. First and foremost, yes. They put their relationship first before the kids, yes. so they was they was they was cool. Listen, I will admit my attitude. Mm-hmm. It was not the time to have an attitude because no. at the time my mom was in the process of losing her mom. Yeah, her my mom my grandmother was in hospice. That was and and as a as a as a teenager, I didn't I didn't understand the concept because also too my grandmother got sick when she when I was really young, right? So I didn't have that atta- emotional attachment like the rest of my family members did. And yes, I will admit now that the timing of my tood was bad. But you and had she asked me she asked me to do the simplest of tasks. And listen, we didn't have a DVR, we didn't have Tebow. You know, I was in the middle of watching a show. She wanted me to get the laundry, and I was like, ugh. Like, if I, if I miss this three minutes, then I, I don't know when I'm going to be able to see it again on this show, right? So she kept asking me, and I was like, you know, like, wait. I was basically telling her, wait, you don't tell you don't tell black mom to wait, first of all. So I told her about two times, and two, that was two times too many, and she just, because all I had to do was get the laundry. All she was, she was in the process of doing laundry. All she wanted me to do was to bring the laundry downstairs. Do you think I could take time away from my show to do that? No. So that's when I got choked out. And then she just left the house. And like I said, my parents were best friends. My dad always... I don't want to say like he's not controlling, but you know, they, they always communicate with each other and tell them where they're going. When she left the house and nobody knew where she was, I was not afraid because I already got choked out. So I was like, okay, that's dumb. I'm not going to come back home and choke me out again. Like that's done. She got her, she got her anger out, whatever. I was afraid of what my dad was going to do because he couldn't get a hold of her either. And I was like, oh my God, he's going to kill me. I remember you called and I was in the, in the car with my dad. And then I was like, oh I was crying God. because I thought I was going to die. Crying. Like nobody knew where my mom and was, was and like, it was my fault. Oh my God, dad, Tay's crying because like her mom just choked her out. And he was kind of like, what? Like, 
What the, she do? The bad part about it was the choking part. I got over that pretty fucking quickly. It was the fact that nobody could find my mom. And my dad, when he came home, he literally told me, what did you do to my wife? That's how strong my parents' relationship was. Like, yeah. they put themselves first before they did the children. So, I mean, you that know. That is the difference, Where I think. Yeah. She will not tell us to this day. She probably she will she will only tell us she will only tell us because I guess she went to multiple places that day. She will only tell us where she started off at. So you know where we used to live, right? Yeah. She drove down to what is that that burger spot over there by Lake Merritt? Quarter uh, pounder. Quick way. No quarter pounder. She drove down to quarter pounder, got herself a hamburger and milkshake, and then went. There's like a little parking lot by the lake over there, uh-huh. like, and she just sat there. That's the first part of what she did. Because we all know that don't take several hours. She drove somewhere else. And to this day, she won't tell us. Well. Did your dad know? No. That's for, she that's will for not tell know. anybody. That's for her to know. Because you you hurt her feelings. I did. But I wasn't intentionally doing it. No. You know, I did put my I mean, parents through a lot of grief. on hurting anyone's feelings. No. You just... In that moment, she was but I will say, I did call my mom after I graduated high school. You know, I just entered the working world and I was getting older and a little bit wiser. And you know, when you're in a check stand all day at Safeway, there's nothing to do but think sometimes. And I was thinking about how I acted, and you know, I'm a little bit more mature now. And I did call my mom and I was like, I'm so sorry for everything I put you through. You apologized like a year after, a year after what, after that incident? Oh, no, this was years later. Oh, wow, because that happened when I was like 16. Because I was me. stupid. I was young. I didn't mm. think I did anything wrong. At that point, I was like, man, my mom choked me out and disappeared. Now I'm in trouble because my dad can't find her. Like, I was mad. How long was she gone? A couple hours. She was gone long enough for him to worry. Yeah. Like, I think if she's gone like what 20 you, minutes, he would be worried. What do you do when your dad says, what did you do to my wife? And he didn't say it like that. He was pissed. Peeved. What do you, that's the scariest thing I think my dad has ever said to me. I think that's the difference between like, you know, like how people come up with children or like people are raising children now. Like, I don't think a lot of people put themselves first. Like They that. don't. Um, they put their little greedy think, like, little our, kids first. Maybe just like our generation of parents, like maybe they, they were putting themselves first and they were doing stuff and we just have to like relearn that, you know? You got to be open to relearning it. Yeah. Because you got a lot of soft yeah. parents out here now. Yeah. Like people that are just like, oh, but I want to be like the nice and gentle parent and like all this stuff. And I'm like, no, I don't think you you should do that. Cause That's a case by case. Because yeah. like you said, you probably could have got gentle parented because you didn't act out. Yeah. Well, the I, gentle parenting did, did not I, work on me. I don't think I had, I don't think anybody like, they weren't putting names on the type of parenting oh, that no. was going on. Like, there was no names on on that. There was no, like, oh, I'm a new parent, and I believe in, in letting the child do whatever. And I'm not, like, you know, to each their own. Like, you do what you do, that what's best for your child, and how what's best for you. But they, there was no, like, name for it. I don't think that I'm, like, con- a new pa- I'm a new parent, but I don't have that new parenting, like, logo attached to me, like... Oh, and I'm not a gentle parent. I don't think I want to be a gentle parent. I want to find out what's wrong, though, you know, before shit goes crazy. But Are you ever going to pop yeah. him? I pop him now. You do? Because he be doing the most sometimes. <laughs> so I'd be like, just like. Oh, yeah, you're Stop supposed it. to do that. But is it going to get it. a little bit harder when they get a I little mean, bit older? He's a little aggressive, so he's a strong baby. So he can, he might have to, I don't know. Like producer as a parent D, now? Producer D, he, was, he got more whoopings than I did, so he might be able to. You got to, whoopings? He might do a little bit more. Oh, me too. Welcome to the club. It's, you know, when you get to that point, stuff don't phase you anymore. <laughs> you did literally, that pain literally just rolls off your back. You're like, damn, that hurt. All right, on to the next. I think as I got older, I got called a couple winches, but, you know, too. that was a little sad. You was fast, You how? was fast? Yeah, was what, did you turn around and catch it? <laughs> 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 Your grandma must have been mad. <laughs> she was throwing stuff down the hall. We had, a, like, a long hallway, and I would, like, run, hit the corner, boom. She would just throw it down the hallway. Hit the wall? Yeah. It hit that wall? <laughs> In there, like, they y'all playing football or yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Like, you probably would be the more... 
I don't know. Would you be the more, um, am I harder or are you the harder parent? I don't know. I think, I think right now it's like pretty equal. Yeah. But I yell at him. I do yell at him. I don't try. Do you think he cooperates, cooperates more with you sometimes? Uh, I feel like he, I think he noticing his like the way that he moves i feel like he thinks he can get away with more stuff when he's with you but that's just from me being right there but i don't know what it's like when it's just him and dad you know so well i would be curious to see if that changes or not because i definitely feel like my mom went along the more like gentle parenting if you want to call that like she gave us chances i let him cry too see yeah I mean, sometimes I'll just look at him like, bro, there's nothing wrong with you. And he'll stop and do something else. Yeah, I mean, if you give him something, he ain't gonna cry no more. He he just, it's just, I feel like it's, you know, as new parents, we're just like figuring out what the kinks, working out all the kinks, yeah. you know? So I don't think, I don't know. I don't like the crying thing because he's, I feel like because he's so little, like he's still a baby. Like, he shouldn't just have to cry it out. Like, I feel like if that, he was a little older, then crying it out would be fine. Because I used to I used to cry it out sometimes. See, so you you guys already have some We kind of differ a little bit on that, yeah. But I think overall, we're pretty good, like, on the whole But I would be curious to see if, because Derek already is showing signs of being a little bit less, impa- less patient. And, like, we getting straight to the discipline, right? Maybe not so much you. So I'd be curious to see, like, if dad yells is are we gonna stop right away because for me growing mm-hmm. up when dad starts yelling oh we gonna because we knew whoopings would come afterwards yeah mom not so much because i said moms i think they because they care so much they give you chances until they don't have any more patience and then they haul up and smack you i think that's what happened to my mom my dad though we didn't get chances we got he yelled at us one time and you knew right away oh we gotta stop because he coming here again everybody getting whoopings i don't feel I like that's, that's just natural because women and their children are more like connected almost connected, like they're more nurturing yeah men are just kind of like you're just a, a human being that i have to take care of so listen or, i don't have the patience for you right yeah, now I yeah i love you yeah but come on bro yeah <laughs> no i definitely would say i acted a little bit better when my dad was watching us as opposed to my mom because you know but that's what i'm saying like how 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 especially for those kids that actually need that like reminder like hey if i don't stop i'm gonna get i'm yeah. gonna get hurt why is that not okay anymore to me that doesn't make any because i and again it's case by case some kids yeah. don't need that but what about the kids that do need that like, literally, some of these kids nowadays just need a smack back to reality. Smack them one time real hard. Yeah. But not to knock them out or anything. Like, I'm not talking about being abusive, but sometimes. Sometimes a little smacking is okay. A little smack. A little yeah. smacky smack. Yeah. You know? Nothing wrong with that. I don't I don't think there's but anything But you can't hit your kids it. nowadays. I mean. fuck around to find out. Right? Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine you out in public and you're like, what you do? And then you just want to smack your kid and someone sees and they're like, oh my goodness, they're smacking. That's crazy child. too. Because like, back in the day, business. my mom said back in the day, if somebody saw you reprimanding your kid, giving them a whoop and smacking them, do whatever it is in public, that was okay. They're like, that's right. That's what you need to do now. Too, it's like, oh my God. Well, and then everybody got cameras now. So it's like, what in the world? Like, what are you supposed to do? It's important to like give them you know, like, teach them before you even go out, you know, like, this is not how you act, this is how you act, you act accordingly, you act like I tell you to, you know, before you head out the house or whatever, a lot of people don't do that anymore. I will say, though, sometimes, though, when we used to act out in public, you ever, like, ran over your parents' heels at the grocery store? Yeah. (laughs) My mom would wait a couple times, till we got in the car, and then we would get all, you know, smacked. My mom wasn't a big whooping person. She would like smack, like literally she had the flick of the wrist was real good. She'd smack you upside the head. The curvature, the 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 way she would come down with it, it actually hurt sometimes, most times. So my mom she was real nice good at that. She had a nice cup into it. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but you know, she hurt. Added extra weight <laughs> on the back of her hand. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what parents are so afraid of because I got whoopings, Derek got whoopings, you didn't. But we turned out fine. 
right? Did do, we, do you have any trauma? Are we okay? I really? mean, I think. I don't, have you ever got choked <laughs> How's out? How's your mental health? Yeah, I actually that? got into like a physical altercation where I had to. You With know, well, who? My grandfather. Uh huh. He choked me, and I put my, my my hand under his armpit and tossed him. Oh my god! And he hit the wall, and he looked at me like, "God damn!" <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you learn from that? But did you? But did it ever happen again? No, 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 no. Why didn't it happen again? Was it because you really? Because first of all, that's a little messed up. That's your grandfather. Granted, I understand that your circumstances, right? You were upset. He was upset. He was trying to teach you a lesson, and you ended up teaching him one. No, no, don't say that. We both learned the lesson that day. We never need to get to that point again. (laughs) Derek is a little too big for me to start tossing him around because he ain't going nowhere. He realized I was beyond the point of physical discipline, Mm -hmm. and I realized I shouldn't be doing that. Well, it's the age that it stops. Like, there's an age that, you know, you cannot continue. I don't know what happened to you, though. No, listen, I got, okay. Or 17 He still was, like, mobile and moving around, but, you know, he he needed a little pop-out, too. And what what age were you when you got choked out by your grandfather? I was 19. So you were in... 19. Were you you out of high school, fresh out of high school, or still, like... Fresh out of high school. Okay. And you got choked at... Maybe 18. I was, like, fresh, fresh. When you got choked by your grandfather. Mm -hmm. When I got choked by both of my parents at separate occasions, I was still in high school. But yeah. that was the only time in high school when I was like, you know, physically reprimanded for something. Yeah. Sure. And I don't even think that was that me getting choked out was not a direct result of me doing something bad. Yeah. That was like that was a power struggle. <laughs> that was what that was. That was not like, oh, I did something I wasn't supposed to. And, the you know, they went straight to choking. That's not how it was. It was an escalation of like emotions Mm -hmm. and you know you're a teenager and you're the parent like literally I would call it a power struggle and both times I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie the first time I got choked out by mom I thought that'd be the last time I got choked out by a parent but clearly no my dad had to get in on that too yeah but I'm just playing y'all I was being a mess and you know because what are they gonna do they're not gonna whoop a 16 year old that's not gonna happen choking is way better Let's not promote that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, no I, one I don't. Go I'm, out there and I'm, choke my your mental child, health please. is okay. I'm not traumatized from my whooping from my whoopings because I know my whoopings were a direct. What it's is a it? A direct reflection point, of right? my actions. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, I would say getting bullied as a kid is more traumatizing than the whoopings that I got. I think that was what helped a lot was like my dad telling me that he was going to put me he wouldn't say like I would be grounded or you know what is the other word it's just grounded right Mm -hmm. he would say I'm going to put you on restriction (laughs) and to be restricted (laughs) it's just like oh I ain't got no access to nothing like you can't watch tv you can't like go outside and I loved playing with my friends like I liked going outside and being like, you know, in my little, our little neighborhood, we had a little, our, our gang out there. Like, I liked playing with them and riding you my bike. You didn't want to jeopardize that. I didn't want to jeopardize not being able to get done with my homework and go outside for a while. My Getting my vitamin D. You, She was scared. I was scared. I wasn't scared I didn't want to be respected. It was like, you know what, I guess I don't go out that week. Because, I mean... But you ain't had no friends over there, did you? Matter of fact, I did. Um, and then I had a okay. gang of friends, okay? Like, I didn't have I a gang of friends. A lot of people. Friends, just because if I had more friends. We would go friends, to each other's house and be like, hey, can you come outside? Can you come outside? And hey, my dad didn't like it in the neighborhood kids. Well, so. we would play until like the street lights came on. And, and it would be like that, like at my Nana's house, it would be like that. Kathy house, it was like, it was fun. Like, and to tell me that I couldn't go outside and do something oh man like that's just like messing up your whole day no No, i couldn't do that i play mind games no i don't oh you gonna punish me you gonna take away all my stuff all right i'm a i I would sit there and act like none of it bothered me. that's weird no no that is weird no it's not no that is weird thing my mom because my mom talks about it to this day she says she she used to get so mad because sometimes as a parent you want to punish your kids because you know they did something wrong and you you, want to see but you want to also punishment Listen, power struggle. That's Let me why tell we you. couldn't be friends. I was friends. over there playing games. That's why we couldn't be friends. You always, you always say that, but now I see why. Because you want to sit there and play mind games with me. 
<laughs> Listen, especially when I thought the punishment, whatever the punishment was, if I thought it was worse than what I actually did, I would be pissed. Like, okay, I, I, I'll take a whooping, but you doing the most right now. So you gonna take away all my stuff? I'm gonna sit here and pretend like it don't bother me. And, he, and I know I used to drive my parents crazy. Because then it's like, oh, I punish them and there's no reaction from my child now after I punish them. They're doing what I told them to do, but there's no reaction. You know how, you that would get under your skin pretty freaking fast. Derek, do you not agree? Like you if you sound were, like but, a sociopath. But, well, <laughs> it wouldn't bother me because I know what's happening. Maybe your parents didn't really understand what was happening. I'm, I'm You want to like, know why I'm they didn't? Why, why does she not care? You so, want to know why they didn't really understand it? Because they, when my brother was, he would react completely different. He would throw a whole. Now I don't want to say tantrum because he was older, but he it would definitely affect and him. And that is my kind of Virgo. It that would affected me, and no. I would. I can't go outside. What are you saying to me? Like that's just taking home my whole livelihood away. I would literally lay on my bed, stare at the ceiling, and have my hands crossed like this. I guess there's a difference between being able to or me being like stuck in the house like playing with my own toys and like having to be okay with being by myself which is fine like I could do that you know when it was time to but like you had your sibling there or siblings there and it was different because like you didn't care it was like two like you said it was like two different types of kids like one cared about the stuff being taken away or whatever and the other one didn't you were just like, hmm. Okay, I cared. Take but then I, I, I was, you no, know, when you got but, all this time to sit there and think, you're like, well, sit screw there it. and be like, huh, well, I guess I can go play with a paper towel roll and you'd be fine with it. They would be like thrown off. Like, why is she okay with just playing with a paper towel I wouldn't towel even roll? play, dude. That thing is, is I would just wait in my room and I would just stare at the ceiling. How long? Until they would come in and say something to me. A day? If that's what, I mean, obviously they, I had to like, go and eat and stuff and I would go back to my room and I would just stare at the ceiling how long would you have nothing because me I would drag it on if you was okay with it I would drag it on until you wasn't <laughs> oh I see what you're saying so maybe my parents didn't wait long enough yeah. and I wouldn't give you dinner either well damn you nah. can't do that <laughs> that's child abuse you give her a little snack <laughs> and you're like oh you Slide okay with that nah, well dinner's nah, restricted nah, too nah 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 well it's like at some point you gotta figure out like okay she's like protesting are um because you're you're literally just like either laying there staring at the ceiling so each time they pass by a room they're like dang she ain't really affected by this like our punishment is not working yeah i don't think i don't think those punishments lasted that long maybe a day or two if that but i wouldn't go and beg them like can i watch tv because i would i was stubborn i would just wait until they'd be like they literally would pop in their head pop the head and like all right you can play now how long would you think you would have lasted doing I don't know because I was a little bit of a psychopath as a kid because I think I saw things a little bit differently. And on the next episode of My Best Friend is a Serial Killer. No, 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 bro. My my parents were like, that's why we slept with the, my parents slept with their door closed and the door locked. Well, because they didn't want you. I don't to come know in if it necessarily it was, was me. No, I don't. I don't think there was that. I, you know what it was? I think I mean, my parents are very heavily influenced sometimes by what's out there in the media, and I think uh, there was a. I forgot what happened, but like two kids tried to kill their parents. Oh my god! And then my mom saw that and was like, "Hmm, I think I'm just gonna sleep with the door closed and the door locked." Yeah, your room was forward. the closest to theirs, wasn't it? So was my brother's. My oh. brother and my parents shared a wall. A wall. Hmm. I didn't. I mean, look, I think it's case by case. Learn your kids and see what really affects them the most. And hopefully you don't have a kid like me who's just not going to care. And just like, gonna right, revolt. Whatever. I'm just going to go in my room and stare at the ceiling for a little while and and uh, and just wait. I would be I'm just so going to wait it out. Yeah, I would just wait. I'm just going to wait it out. And, just, and uh, then we all reached that age where it's like for the ones that did get whooped, it was like there was like and it wasn't a conversation like, oh, we're not going to whoop you anymore. I think it's just like a mutual like you're getting older and you were starting to realize things. And also, too, yeah. the older you get, you're like, dude, I ain't trying to get a whoop today. Like, yeah, the heck? Like, what do I need? Why you, do I need it's to? It's a maturity thing. You grow up disrespectful when yeah. I can just be respectful and yeah. just carry on with the rest of the day. And maybe I can go to the movies with my friends tomorrow or do the things that I want to do. Mm. it's okay when do you come to that realization what age I think when I stopped getting whooped I might have been teens freshly into the teens you Mm. know maybe I would say maybe 12 and 13 if I got a whooping at like 
eight or nine or ten. Like, my parents would tell me, like, you getting too old for this. They like, yeah. we shouldn't be whooping you right now. Like, this is, you need to change your life. Like, yeah. huh. I feel like I just had so much going on that I didn't really, like, care. I, I wanted to make the best out of, or make the most out of every situation. And, like, you know, because, like, you know, I grew up with my parents not together. So, being in two different households, it's kind of, like, why do I need to act out and do anything to do extra because um it's not you know like growing up in you know different households it's like I would have been way worse if I grew up in two different households I feel like there are people there are children that are like you know like struggling because of that type of situation but I don't I think because I had one I had my nana and I I was with her like all the time like I did a lot of old people stuff and <laughs> mm-hmm. I had a lot of, I had a routine and I think that that is the difference between how I grew up versus like someone else or like you, you know, being that you had like your parents and your siblings, it was just me and her. And that was a, that was different, you know? With all that being said, I will say I was heavily afraid of my parents not gonna lie you were afraid of them and I was afraid of my dad so I mean I got beatings right I wasn't afraid you know, of my mom so much like she was just there she I mean I really didn't see her that much because you worked a lot but when I did I was just like oh hey you know she would but actually she was fun when me and jazz were younger but as we got older you know it just that's where you know you run into that mom and teenage daughter like hey yeah, we did not get along yeah like oh it's that time of the month please get away from me like i don't want to talk to you because <laughs> she was just oh you got that, 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 period. and i hated that they kind of made fun of you a little bit huh i did i feel like my you know yeah my sister and my mom kind of like oh why she's want her to know. she's on her period right now so she's a bit of a mood yeah, it's like well, acting little bitchy why you like, say that like but, that is so irritating i literally had that shit since i was 11 like really you gonna say that to me now i will say though now though the the conversation on that has changed a lot because you know with um my cousins and stuff and you know she's got daughters and they're you know obviously they entered into that age and Mm -hmm. it was more of on the not like defense side it was just like oh you know like it's that time of month it's like oh, okay. oh she's a little sensitive it wasn't like oh she got an attitude like that's how i grew up like oh she got an attitude because it's her period blah 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 blah. and it kind of yeah, made you it feel it now like, it's more like it's like jazz would be like oh it's on her period like yeah. how do you need to why do you need to know that it was never approached to us as like a sensitive thing. It was just like, oh, here we go. She got got an attitude. Yeah. It's that time well, it of the sensitive month. Sensitive for me. So then you're on the defense because it's like, well, damn, like, yeah, I, I'm feeling a certain type of way right now. It was sensitive for me when I first started, though. It was like, oh, you know, she's becoming a woman, and and the one person that I didn't want to know found out. My dad. <laughs> I did not because I, I was like such a little tomboy and I just wanted to do everything Clyde yeah. did and him finding out that I was like that time was happening like what but he was like it's okay that's supposed to happen I feel like we weren't prepared growing up for what was about to happen for us I had a lot of uh I feel like I had a lot of guidance did you know opportunity to have like a bonus mom and like having my mom and having my nana like i had a good surrounding women there to like help coax me through the whole like aunt aunt sally period whatever she's called when she comes to town like that was that was good for me but i feel like we did we did have the we had classes that talked about it but it wasn't until after i had like after i already started because i guess i was a little early for for the party did you have it at the same time no when did you have yours Oh, um, when I was 11. What did I say? I don't know. <laughs> you When you were 11? Yeah. I was 11. You were robbed at least two years. <laughs> I know. It was like average age was like 12 or 13. I could I not imagine yeah. at 11. I don't know. I was, there was a lot of things that were happening before they were supposed to happen. When did so. you get your boobs? She act like I just purchased them or something. <laughs> they started growing when I was like in the fourth grade. I think. Nine? Yeah. Okay. 
Well, that's so early. Mine didn't come in till like fifteen. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, it is what it is. You know, some people just develop a little faster than others, and that's okay. Well, I think. Um, and you call yourself a late bloomer. I think I am a late, like, I am a late bloomer. How? In the way that we did stuff, like we, I feel like we didn't, like we didn't go to Vegas until it was thirty. Look, and we ain't even do nothing, cause by the time we got there, we were already thirty. When you're thirty, you just tired. You don't want to do nothing. You really don't, though. <laughs> you want to go and eat and yep. watch a show, and we couldn't even do that when we went. So now we got to redo it. And we didn't even go to no clubs when we went out we there. Went to Vegas, all we did was go to a restaurant, get alcohol, and drink in a room. Yeah, like all you want to do there is just eat. There's too many people over there. You know I don't like being around a lot of people like that. So we sh- you're saying is we should have went to Vegas when we were like 21. Probably when we turned 21. That's like a rite of passage for most of us, isn't it? For who, though? I don't know, but I everybody really else was first, I, first 21st, had a really good first. First 21st. I had a really good 21 before me, and I was not invited to that party. Not that Whatever. you weren't invited. It was because you were not old enough to get in. Mm-hmm. I don't like you spinning that story that <laughs> you weren't invited. I wasn't invited because I wasn't old enough. So why don't you? What young person? Why don't you lead? Why don't you lead with the fact that, that couldn't I go. couldn't go because Anyways. I wasn't old enough? Not that you weren't invited. Anyways. I had a really good twenty first birthday. So and my twenty first was all right. What'd you do? I sat there and cried because I had a drink at dinner and I can't remember Dave and Buster's. Was were I there? You there was I Taylor don't even there? Know. You were there for <gasps> sure. Derek was there. Yeah, me and Derek were still together during that time. Hey, and that is a story for another podcast um, that we are not going to tell. The story of Derek and Izzy. Why no, do you kidding. do that? Why? What? You, your voice changes. I don't know. I like doing that. Okay. Jeez. I have some personality. A little sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. When your mind is strong, hey, nothing man, we can were, take you down. You know, we wasn't trying to be on here for very long today. Um, as you can tell, we didn't really have any topics, but we did because it was popping, right, y'all? Am Thanks, I right? Answer. Who's Woo! y'all? And I don't get Are no you talking sound to me and producer I'm D? talking to both of y'all. Okay. Who is here? Who is here? It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Well, I'm glad um, that we got to got to it and through it. Um, to it and through it, huh? Yes. Okay. Well, I guess. You know, you're you're actually you sound pretty surprised that we did we did good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well I I knew we were we and, would do uh, good, so yeah, we I wasn't that. impressed about it too much. Okay. She got that confidence. Sociopathic confidence. Okay. <laughs> everybody needs that one sociopathic friend though. Everybody needs that serial killer friend. Yeah. At least I know yeah. she got my back. Yeah. Or she might kill me. Okay. <laughs> With that being said, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the what episode are we on i hope you enjoyed the second episode of the i'm only 30 podcast we hope that you come back and listen in and join us again i'm izzy ray i'm taylor made and good day I do it all and I'm around you, scared to do it.